shot of wrestling. Episode 84. And away we go. I be fucked there, three thousand stone cold sudden and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, undertake the change. Sit in the fire or get pooed like Roman brains. Give this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Yag, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get hit. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk at WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJP. Welcome back to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. And well, 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 look who joined us in studio this week. Guess who's back? Back again. Abel's back. Tell a friend. That's right. The green man is in the house, baby. Yeah, what's going on? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Great show last week, I have to say. Great, yeah, great thank show. thank you. Thank you very much. You totally caught me up on a week of TV that I missed because I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. So I just watched Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. And occasionally, I get some good TV, too, and I watch This Is Us, Gilmore Girls, um, The Big Bang Theory, uh, Will and Grace. They're making their return. So, uh, yeah, had a great week, my man. So, uh, how's your transitioning going? <laughs> I mean, positive, body positive image here, but uh, support you all the way. But how's the transition going? Um, the Is this part of the process, watching these girl shows? The transition between watching wrestling to other television? Nice save. Um, going really well. So how did this us, how'd this this us go? This is us. This is us is back. Um, are oh, you a fan us. of the show? No, I'm single. No, as single and straight. <laughs> uh, it's a great show. It's on NBC. It's about um, uh, this family. Uh, Mandy Moore is in it, uh, and they they have triplets. Two of them are biological, and one they adopted. How did dad die? Oh, we don't know yet. So you do watch the show? No, I, I, I oh, read Buzzfeed and no, uh-huh. watch extra. The rumor is that he died on nine eleven. But apparently that's not the case anymore. Interesting. Last, that was last season's rumor. But. That, that's a good rumor. Thanks. Preach. Uh, I don't know how he died yet. Take um, a guess. There, there's a lot of tragedy going on. That fat girl on. killed him, right? No. he ate, She ate him? That's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. That is very up. mean. I do not, that, that is way mean. That's very mean. That's horrible. Anyway, I, I'm a true professional. You should spank me for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> a professional journalist here. I like to give you the news top to bottom and my excitement of the last week's TV. tops. <laughs> and, and the fact that I did not get hyped I stayed hyped I forgot that I fact that I started watching Dancing with the Stars Oh yeah Our girl Nikki Bell is in it She got a horse in the race Brought me to the show She got a 20 First week out 20 out of 30 that, That's a good thing It's a good thing I like that Then on Monday She got uh, 21 out of 30 My girl Yeah Third, third place th- Third out of 12 You know I always thought she would do really well because she she's very athletic, you know. Um, she's a girl. She she moves really well in the ring. Like she's got this. She's going straight to the top. What was the next score? Like twenty five out of thirty or then something. On Tuesday, they did two. Yeah. They did two this week for some reason or last week. Um, eighteen. What on Latin night? That shit is fixed. She's part Mexican. How how could? I know. This looks, is horrible. It is fixed. The, the 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 judges are racist. Smoking hot. That's all it counts to so, my book. She gets a 30 out of 30 on because, that. Because, you know, her feet work weren't that great. Her posture wasn't that thing. Her chin wasn't, I don't know. I, don't uh, I was going to say, are you like a connoisseur of dancing? Uh, boobs. <laughs> but, yeah, another great week of TV. All the TV shows are coming back. And so we'll, we'll keep you updated. But that was television. Yep. I own the network. You own the network. What was going on on the network this past week? Are you really asking me? Well. It's called No Mercy. All right. That's right. What were your thoughts? Well, Michael J. Putty, um, I got to be honest. I didn't watch it. I oh, did not. Okay. So I, just... I, I got to be completely honest. I read up on the dirt sheets. And, and I got to tell you, there's just too many freaking pay-per-views, man. But you've come in here not watching Raw, because Raw sucks, and you pulled it out of your ass. You can't pull it out of your ass and no mercy? I could, I could tell you what I liked and what I didn't like based on like the highlights, which we probably will go over. Okay. However, right. I, I, I got to explain that, that there's too many pay-per-views to watch. There, There's a Raw one. There's this... Smackdown one and there it's one like every two weeks. I'm not invested anymore. I feel like even back in the day when they had a lot of pay-per-views, I had the same discussion. It was too much. I need a little time to invest into maybe this is the reason Monday Night Raw and SmackDown suck because they rush through storylines just Smackdown. to get to a pay-per-view. SmackDown doesn't suck. But I believe last time around when they had the brand split. Yeah. Wasn't it one month one one month the other? They didn't have two in a month. True, true. So yes. this week uh we reported when it first happened last year that each brand is going to have a pay-per-view every month. 
we gave you a schedule till December, but then I only saw that Raw was only pay per view in September. Uh huh. It's like, oh, maybe they're going to start transitioning into different things. Guess that's not. Guess that's not going to happen. Isn't TLC always in December? So when they read the yeah. ad for TLC in December, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's uh, October. But then they have all these extra specials too. Like remember when Brock Lesnar came from from Japan? That was a special. Yeah. Um, this Starcade thing that they're going to do in North Carolina, that's going to be a special? You should listen to episode 83, because your boy Michael J. Putty broke that's not going to be a special. Okay. You should listen to the show. It's pretty good. <laughs> I confirm you're blowing smoke up my ass. You didn't listen it was, to the show. It was good. I, it was just a lot of information to retain. I'm sorry mm-hmm. I didn't get it. But let's get to the to the meat of this past week in wrestling. The news, right? <laughs> no, we're talking about New Mercy. Oh. So what did you think? Uh, it was all right. Didn't really do anything for me. Uh, you know, it's John Cena, Roman Reigns had a great match on my shortlist of match of the year. Okay. Wow. That impressive. Yes. It's going to be John Cena, Roman Reigns. Well, we totally called that, okay, that John Cena was going to lay down for Roman Reigns. He was going to put Roman Reigns over. Did you enjoy the way that it happened? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, how did Roman Reigns take four attitude adjustments and Roman Reigns, uh, John Cena just loses with one spear. Bullshit. Bullshit. So but then what, at that ending, John Cena's grand goodbye. What did he say? He didn't say anything. He just stayed in the ring, looked around. He should really watch it. Then he took his he took his wristbands off, gave it to some kid. Everyone's saying, thank you, Cena. Says he gone. Slowly sauntered up the ring, about to leave, then turned around, gave a salute. Uh-huh. Left her again. Got to give one more look with a tear in his eye. Oh. He's and been. The, and then the word life. He's been uh, and then walked practicing out. that acting stuff. Yeah. You know, with a tear in his eye. Then he came on Raw Talk. Sucked. Then he's saying that he is, in fact, he's not done. But at 40, being the top guy for 15 years, which is unheard of, mm-hmm. he can't continue at this pace, so he's going to have to scale back. And also the pace that these younger guys are, are playing at. It is not the same thing uh, as it used to be, you know? Yeah. Like, there's so many high flyers, so many things moving. There's so much more that a wrestler has to do to get over with the wrestling fans that, I agree, if if you are 40, which, damn, John Cena looks great for fucking 40. I mm-hmm. wish I looked like that in my 40s. Only a few years away, motherfucker. You won't. won't. No, I won't. (laughs) Yeah, but he said he's not done, but he just needs to take a break. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. I think we'll probably see him back at Survivor Series. He's going to be like a main eventer, just come back for the big shows, you know? Yeah. Do a little work for the the good brothers. Um, Speaking about doing some work, it sounds like um, Cesaro needs some work in his teeth. Did you see that? I did see that. That That was a highlight. Oh, my God. That was rough. He lost a tooth, I think, or chipped at least the front teeth, and other teeth were impacted up into his gums by a couple centimeters, uh, oh millimeters. Gosh, that was a hurt. And he like went originally, on. I thought he broke, like he broke some teeth. Like it looked like he did. Teeth just came off. Yeah, but then also, not only did he chip some, they were impaled up into his gums by a couple millimeters. Nasty. Never, he, never heard of that before. Didn't even skip a beat. Talk about losing your smile, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. This guy completely lost it. Oh man, that was rough. He got a standing ovation when he came into the back. <laughs> yeah, everyone's on their feet saluting him for that. Well, it was a great match, you know. I mean, as far I, as tag team divisions go, Raw, yeah. You know, it, I think they definitely put a put a, a great match as we're watching it this evening here uh, on the Shadow Wrestling. Nia Jax dominating, really. Oh, watch that match! It was a great match. Nia she, Jax is, is the future. She needs. She needs. To, she hopefully my future. No, for real. I feel like Nia Jax should definitely be pushed as the future of the women's division on Monday Night Raw, especially to be some competition against Asuka. Yeah, so whose spot is Asuka taking? Who's, uh, she's going to take the Bailey spot, in my opinion. Yeah? Bailey or, or Sasha Banks? Hopefully Sasha Banks. Because the, I don't think that they're utilizing them, those two girls properly. Yeah, Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Emma. Right. Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Bailey and Sasha Banks. Okay. So much ass. <laughs> and then Sasha Banks. <laughs> So if Oscar takes such a Banks' spot, uh huh, mm-hmm. more ash. How do you say that? More ash. Ash. Yeah. I, nice piece of ash. Yeah. Well, we're talking about ash. Okay. Maybe we should get to uh, the person we have on tonight's show. You are practicing your transitions pretty well. Good job. Let me tell you. What do we got? Let me tell you, Michael J. We've had dark days, and man, we've had darker nights, and tonight. On a shot of wrestling, it's only going to get brighter because we have the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss on next. Ladies and gentlemen, a shot of wrestling probably brings to you 
Hello there. I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. We've gone through a lot to try to get you. And A Shot of Wrestling is actually the proud sponsor of your match at Capital Wrestling's return to Hoboken on October 14th. In this event, they're looking to crown their new champion, and your name is still so in, in other there. Words, in other words, in other words, you're sponsoring the match in which I will win to become Capital Wrestling's champion. I no, love it. <laughs> I love that confidence because that was actually my question. How confident are you? In all honesty, um, I literally go out the theme every single night, and I just go out to perform, and that's what makes me happy, and literally entertain the fans, and if I can get some gold, you know, to go around my waist with that, that's beautiful, but in all honesty, I'm just there just to have a great time, and put on a really good match, and, you know, we'll see what happens. That's literally how I feel about it. It's up in the air. And Capital Wrestling has amazing talent, you know. Right. So that's, that's anybody's game. And, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to, uh, yeah, seeing what happens. Listen, <laughs> when Matthew Ryan Shapiro told us to put our money where our mouth is, we wanted to put our money on Sunny Kiss because, yes, we do believe that you could possibly be walking out on October 14th. That's Capital Wrestling Champ. Now, wrestling, my man, it's a drug, man. It it really is. Um, So explain to us the moment you got hit by this sexy devil that we call professional wrestling. Uh, Well, I just like everybody else, or most everybody else, I loved it since I was very young. Um, I grew up inspired by, like, guys like Bob Van Dam and Jeff Hardy, you know, the Hardy Boys, you know, the golden era of women's wrestling, obviously. Um, I grew up loving it. And then, um, I didn't know, I, I was a dancer and cheerleader most of my life. I was mostly an athlete in um, other sports. I ran track and stuff like that. But I did, I did more so that kind of stuff. I never really, like, saw myself actually wrestling. I never did college or, not uh, like, high school college wrestling. Mm-hmm. I never did, like, the whole match stuff. I kind of just was, like, you know, I was always dancing. I did ballet, I did jazz and all that stuff. And then, like, after, like, now it's the after, I think, senior year during high school, I was kind of, like, it was, like, junior, senior year, I think, something like that. I went to a few training sessions, and they were kind of cool, and I was kind of feeling it out, and I wasn't as motivated to really, really, like, um, like really continue doing it mm-hmm. yet. And I, did, I think I did, like, a manager booking. Uh, I managed Dan Style, who's also on the Capital Wrestling roster. I was 17 years old. I was like a senior in high school, and that was my first gig as a wrestler, first gig in you know in wrestling, and uh, yeah. But I wasn't motivated to really, really, really continue until 2013, yeah, where I was um, training at East Coast Pro Wrestling, which is Gina Caruso's the head trainer, mm-hmm. and um, from there it was kind of just like like it was a it was it was a struggle in, in the beginning. It was a, like a battle. But then, like, I just continued to claw, to claw at it, and I was, you know, I was obviously this unique, different gimmick, this unique persona, right. and I had to fight for what I believed in and fight for who I, you know, who I truly was, um, that was personally and in the ring, and so I kind of had to continue to brand myself and become the Sunny Kids brand, and the Concrete Rose was born, and lo and behold, the whole EC3, EC3 thing is happening, and I'm going viral, and then from there, it was like, everything just went up, I, I could think train hard and yeah that's the rest of history yeah well you have been on quite a journey since your start in 2013 and the commitment to your physique is outstanding i mean if we saw you early 2013 to where you are now the amount of mass that you've put on yourself you're looking better and better every single time that we see you so i have to ask what do you do to maintain your quote-unquote assets in such great shape Oh my God! Forgive me for seeing. It's like literally, forgive me for even allowing myself, allowing you to see me <laughs> back then. <laughs> like forgive me, because honestly, I don't even know who that person is. No, okay, for real. Like that's like that person then to now. Like honestly, like I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I came a long way. Yeah, you definitely. And have. it's like, yeah, it's like holy chiz. It's like, who are you? Who is that person? <laughs> But it's, it literally shows, like, like kind of like a metamorphosis. It's like, oh, my God, this person has grown into, you know, this super athlete, this super strong athlete. I was 100 and probably 30 pounds wow. then. I am, I am 185 pounds to this day. So it's like, oh, my God. Like, All in the right like, places, too, my man. <laughs> Word. So basically, I, I 
got with a trainer about two years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I obviously know fitness because I was I, it's been my life, and I've right. always been active and stuff like that. And I you know did the whole school thing with yoga and wellness and health and wellness, and you know I did that whole trade school stuff, and I I, I knew a lot about it, but I didn't have the motivation to continue. And I kind of was doing a bunch of like I was always fit, I was doing a bunch of like CrossFit stuff, and I was doing like you know. A lot of like cardio, and I continued to dance for a little bit, and that was cool. And but like I needed some someone to motivate me to lift heavy and become this super like strong. So I wanted to maintain my femininity and my effeminate ways. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be myself, but I wanted to still feel strong or look strong. I wanted to look like a wrestler. Right. So I wanted to be this character, but I didn't want to look like you know anyone in the crowd could beat my ass. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> I got with my trainer, Hector Gutierrez. You know, he trains me at Retro Fitness in Jersey City. He's amazing. And he literally pushes me and pushes me and pushes me. You know, he knows, you know, my determination. He knows, you know, the amount of passion I have for my craft. So he's like, he honestly just made me even more like a super athlete. Like he is, he's the boss. And so we do like, you know, just a bunch of different workouts. You know, I'm squatting like 300 pounds. I'm leg pressing like 700 pounds. Oh, it's a mess. Like I'm benching, you know, more than I've ever benched before. And wow. I don't like benching at all. And, you know, I'm <laughs> curling these heavy ass dumbbells. So it's a lot, a lot. He sends me like a, you know, like a meal plan. And I have like my own like workout regimen every single like that we meet. And That's commitment, I man. Do, yeah, and he's amazing, and it's a lot. It's, it's a whole lot, but I manage it well, and, you know, I got this, because pay- I'm determined to do it. So. And it's paying off. It's definitely paying off. We have a saying on the show, Sonny, wrestling brings people together. We strongly, truly believe this. In the business, who is in your wolf pack, your your friends, your mentors? Who Who is that crew? Yes, I love this question. I love that you asked this, because I always got to give a shout-out to my new-gen crew. So these are the guys that I started with, you know, these are guys that I came in with, these are guys that pushed me and made me, you know, feel confident and to literally not give a hell what anyone says. And that's Kenny Mango, Mike Orlando, Ali Rex, the amazing Grayson, those yeah. are my boys, love them. Aaron Bradley, you know, these are guys that like were there pushing me all along and I just I, I can't thank them enough. So cool. <laughs> And my boy, my boyfriend's also he's he's been instrumental. He's also a wrestler as well. He's been instrumental in, you know, my work and he's always there to support. So and you'll see him debut, you know, Capital Wrestling. So well, well, well. Is this an exclusive <laughs> on a shot of wrestling? Who is gonna be debuting at Capital Wrestling? You will see the Shamrock shooter. Killian McMurphy, he's debuting against uh, Swipe Right Joey Keys, Joe Keys. So look out for that. You know, I know it's going to be a great match because I love them both. While we're Joe talking, Keys is phenomenal. Awesome. While we're talking about family and friends, you know, what do, what does your family, the ones close to you, think when you started this journey? Um, what do they think about you? Because wrestling is not the safest thing to do. Um, you, you guys definitely put your bodies on the line every time you go out there to perform. So what are their thoughts about it? Um, my mom is very, very, very supportive of everything I do. And she's always been. Um, she, you know, she knows the, um, the dangers of, you know, wrestling. And, you know, she knows like the, like she knows that it's how serious it is. And she knows how serious I am about it. So as long as I'm happy, that's all that really matters to her. That's awesome. You've had quite a career in the short amount of time. What would you say are your highest accomplishments? so far hmm. there's a lot because there's not okay for me it doesn't take a lot to make me happier doesn't take a lot to satisfy me i just mm-hmm. love moments and i love like like it's not even about championships it's about like literally like moments and a lot of them actually happen outside of wrestling it's being with my friends and going different places and meeting certain people and i don't know like as far as like my biggest accomplishment I don't know highlights I guess it's like meeting like a lot of these different like people that you know that inspire me or that I look up to and hearing you know hearing them say like hey you got this just keep going mm-hmm. you're so unique you're so this you're so that um those are highlights for me honestly and then obviously I don't know if you guys seen it on line recently on Instagram Naomi posted a, a boomerang of us mm-hmm. um and I'm and I love her. I'm very inspired by her. So stuff like that, those are highlights for me. Like just meeting all these like really awesome people that's successful. Well, I'm happy you did bring it up because, yeah, we do follow you on social media. And we do follow Naomi. 
Um, so recently you guys, you know, did a little boomerang thing. You guys were twerking it up. How did that encounter come around? What happened? How did you guys cross paths? Well, I was doing um, extra work for uh, Raw, SummerSlam, and SmackDown for that week. And so I was in catering, and I was like, ooh, girl, like, I was going to take pictures and stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) But um, she was like, I got this. Don't worry. It's, you know, it's on me. You know, I'm taking the picture. And I was like, okay. Because, like, she asked to take a picture with me. Uh We took a couple of pictures, but they didn't come out as cute. So we kept the boomerang. And Tamina actually took the boomerang. So shout out to Tamina for, you know, for the boomerang. Yes, shout you know, out to Tamina. Breath. That's actually our host of the show, Michael J. Putty's favorite, favorite wrestler. He's obsessed with Oh, her. I love Tamina. Yeah, she's bomb. Tamina's really, she was really nice. Well, also in a recent interview, I got, I got to share this with you. In a recent interview with the shot of wrestling, Frankie Flo sent a message to his locker room, and he said, go out there and be yourself. That was his message before the last promotion that they put together. Um, and he mentioned you as someone he admires for being himself. So if you had a message for someone coming into the business, what would that be? Wow. I love Frankie for that. That's amazing. And Frankie's always, he's another one too that's always been there from the very beginning um, about, you know, with me and my career. He's always been trying to help. So thank him for even, wow, for saying that. That's big coming from him. But what I would say to everyone else is literally the way he just said to me, what he was saying about me, um, literally, yeah, be yourself. Like there's no need to, um, like hide about hide anything like not even just about being openly gay or anything like that it's just about being yourself in general like loving yourself and embracing who you are whether you're different or in, in, in whatever way that you are and someone's gonna appreciate it regardless you know someone will appreciate it maybe not everyone but someone will that's 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 basically it it's just don't be afraid to take risks and love yourself and love everybody else well love everyone you know just keep 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 a positive mind a positive outlook on life is there any advice that you've been given that you that you keep with you every day yeah it's really all rhetorical stuff because like stuff that i already, already should know but um it's my mom is is the one who always like always always giving me advice even to this day she's like you have to live your life like this you have to do that make sure you're doing that make sure you're doing that make sure you're being yourself make sure you be confident in who you are and it's like my mom is always instilling those kind of values in me mm-hmm. so it's always like i always think of her when i do certain things and what would she say so yeah well, I would shout say, out to like, mom. You know, yeah like my it. mom is very supportive um, my brothers and sister, like the sisters, they are as well. And I, you know, my family, my nieces, my nieces come to my shows, and they're always like loving it. It's adorable. Speaking of which, I actually gave one of my nieces the talk recently, <laughs> and oh, yeah. she's still really young. And it was like because she kept asking her parents, my sister and her and, and her boyfriend, uh, is you know, is Theo funny uh, a boy or a girl? <laughs> That talk, and okay. It's so funny because I think it's cute because they don't know, obviously. Right. They, see, they see me every day wearing cloth tops and, like, joggers and tights and stuff like that. So I get it. Like, you know, it's like, hello. Like, they're not going to understand if, like, you know, you're a boy wearing girl clothes. You have to explain to them. So I sat her on my lap and I explained to her sometimes in life, like, you're going to encounter, you know, boys that like boys and girls that like girls. So... It was really funny. She probably didn't understand completely then, but mm-hmm. I explained to her again in a couple of years. It's all good. Um, I thought it was cute, and it was a bonding moment. Well, Whatever. I have to pay tribute to you because if anybody is bringing back the crop top, it is Sunny Kiss. I mean, you're seeing it oh, all yeah. over the wrestling universe. Enzo is wearing crop tops. Kofi Kingston is wearing crop tops. It all started with Sunny Kiss, ladies and gentlemen. Crop top 365. I've been doing this shit. <laughs> you know, that's my thing. Like, I've been wearing crop tops since the birth of Sunny Kiss. So, come on. Like, yeah. let's the originators right here. <laughs> okay. On a shot of wrestling. That's it. It's on record. You are the originator of, of the crop top. That, that could make a new, nice shirt, Crop Top 365. I love it. Yes. I, you know what? That's what we're going to get. We're going to get some funny looking Crop Top 365. <laughs> now, we are a big WWE show. We follow the product fully. A few months ago, 
Uh, we reported that WWE will be integrating LGBT storylines into their programming. What advice do you have to the writers as they're beginning to write those storylines? Uh, look over here, because hello, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the open to LGBT workers, you know, there's so many of us that are out there grinding right now, working really hard and being ourselves. Um, but I'm sure, like, you know, it's about timing. And it's all about, and I feel like in the right timing, you know, it'll all come together i mean they know what they're doing they're they, you know they're they've been running forever like they're a big national company you know it's like right. people always trying to say how they should and shouldn't do things you know but they obviously know what they're doing they've been running forever so it's like how can you tell this big corporate company what to do um but like i said i will suggest hello hi i'm right here <laughs> <laughs> I'm right over here. If you guys want someone to represent your company, you know, in the right way. and um, In the right way is know. absolutely right. Because we've had the discussion before yeah. when the talks about uh, LGBT uh, storylines were going to come around. We didn't want it to mm -hmm. be like that Billy and Chuck happened back in SmackDown years I ago. I did not. Where it was mm -hmm. a lot more of a comedy angle. Like there's a lot more density to a storyline in that community that it didn't need to fall into the comedy perspective. I agree. I, even though when I was younger, I was kind of like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> but, um, no, absolutely not. Like now I definitely see it, you know, differently. And I, I don't even think like it even has to be like a love storyline. Like it could just be, there's, uh, there's so much more to the LGBT community than just loving another human being that's the same sex. I think right. people forget that sometimes. It's always like, oh my God, like, you know, they're probably gay lovers. It's like, no, why can't we just be normal just like you guys? Like, some of us don't even want relationships. Some of us don't, you know, it's kind of like, you know, they're always thinking about it. They always put dates together as if, like, it has to do, you know, with something sexually or it has to be something that's embarrassing or something that has to be, you know, comical. And it's like, no, like, that's not, that's not what we are. And so I think, yeah, it needs to be something that's done right. And if it is, I'm with it, you know, I wouldn't compromise, you know, anything. Boy, and I would definitely, if it's not done right, then I wouldn't do it. Well, as we start to look forward, do you have any dream opponents? Dream opponents? <laughs> I guess me versus Rob Van Dam, obviously. Nice. Um, that would be <laughs> I would. Uh, that would be so good. The athleticism my, between my... you two already would, would be a main yes. event worthy match. Yes, like ugh, it'd be incredible. He was your favorite He's growing up. Absolutely. One of my favorite matches um, is him versus Jeff. You know the hardcore match, Walk Anywhere. So good. Like he's just ugh, so damn good. I love him. Is there anybody? <laughs> him, him and the Hardys, like they kind of had that like. That's super awesome, athletic, but the, you know, that I like. Oh, also, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is also a huge inspiration of mine. Dean mm. Malenko. And like, I would love to work with any one of them. Dean Malenko, Rey Mysterio. Um, also, you know, posthumously, Eddie. I would love to work with Eddie. Maybe it will happen sometime in heaven. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie's the bomb. You know, you can't talk about the greats without talking about Eddie. And he's definitely one of them, so. Yeah, you have a great, great group of guys there that definitely inspire you, which is awesome. How about in the indie scene? Anybody that you want to call out right now? Oh, there's definitely a lot. I mean, I wish I would have worked with Leo Rush before he got signed. That mm. would have been really good. I love AR Fox. Um, he's incredible. I never worked MJF yet. That would be pretty cool. I like to my boyfriend, Kelly, Kelly McMurphy. That would be pretty awesome, too. There's a lot of guys out there that I'd love to work. Uh, I'm actually working Ethan Page just to plug C4 mm -hmm. this Saturday. So that would be pretty cool. That's the first time ever. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I can't think of all of them right now, but those are like a few that I would love to work with. Well, looking into yeah. the future, into Capital Wrestling's return to Hoboken, you will be facing Logan Easton LaRue. What is your message to that man? If he watched the last Capital show, he knows that I left the ring on one note, and that was in Capital Wrestling, it will always be Sunny Licious. And so. When Capital Wrestling returns to Hoboken, we're going to end the night funny wishes. I love it. Thank you, Sonny, so much for your time this evening. It already feels like I know you so much better. If you wanted to steal a shot of wrestling with a kiss, last words, all yours. Uh, follow me on social media. <laughs> At Sonny Kiss XO. That's Twitter and Instagram. Um, 
facebook.com slash sunnykiss1, um, prowrestlingtees.com slash sunnykiss. And yeah, you can find my merchandise there. And catch me at T4 this Saturday in Ottawa, Ontario, and Greek Town on Sunday for Greek Town Wrestling in Toronto. And I'll be facing RJ. Nice. So that'll be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, um, catch me at Capital Wrestling. Love it. Thank you so much for being part of the show this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, the guy who brought sunshine to a shot of wrestling, Sonny Kiss. Hi, this is Sonny Kiss, and stay tuned for the end of this episode for Last Call. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the show where we get to tell you what happened in this week's wrestling news. Your boys are coming through. And that's, this, my thing. that's my thing. You ain't their boy. I'm their boy. You're, uh, Michael J. Putty and your boy, the Green Man, no, are coming no, through tonight. No, that's not how it works. No. Anyways. WWE has confirmed that Jeff Hardy has suffered a torn rotator cuff and will be undergoing surgery. It's being reported that he originally hurt his shoulder at Great Balls of Fire and has been working hurt ever since. It is also believed that Hardy will not wrestle again until after WrestleMania 34. So you could say he's broken? In other news. (laughs) Bully Ray! was reportedly hospitalized after Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor event. Tommy Dreamer tweeted that he was visiting Bully in the hospital, and Bully himself actually later sent out a tweet. Tommy said, spent the night in the ER with Bully Ray. He got his bell rung again, concerned for him. Bully Ray then responded, thanks for all the well wishes, much appreciated. It was a long night and a rough day. So far, wish I could say I was doing better. He then appeared later on in the Busted Open Radio podcast. Mm-hmm. Ever listen to that? No, it's good stuff. I haven't. Yeah. Talked about his injury. He was asked if he had any concerns about his health. He said so much that I'm not even sure if I can continue my career in the ring. Wow. Oh, so that sucks, right? Very interesting. All the news. Well, after months of negotiation, Ring of Honor Wrestling has finally secured a deal with the current Ring of Honor world champion, the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes, which will see Cody remain with Ring of Honor for the next several years. Now, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, one of the perks of Cody's contract is that he it will allow him to work a reduced schedule. Between his appearances in Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling, Cody will now only have to make about 100 appearances a year, with roughly 65 of them in ROH and 335 of them in New Japan Pro Wrestling. In other news, it was right before Roy Rumble, maybe right after the Roy Rumble. I said on the show, you can go back and listen to it, Green Man. All right. I said, maybe I want to see like a Royal Rumble with just a woman. Oh, I don't have to. I remember. Do you? Yeah. Oh, shit, nice. Well, Dave Meltzer was asked if WWE had plans to eventually hold a Royal Rumble match specifically for women. He stated he has heard talks of potentially holding this type of match, but he couldn't confirm it. The initial belief is WWE finally has enough women on their roster to build an actual Royal Rumble-type match. Quote-unquote, air quotes, some point. (laughs) So, you know how we're sending that? If it comes true, never going to let you regret, live it down. In other news. Finn Balor will reportedly be the next challenger for Brock Lesnar's Universal Championship. Mm. Balor is expected to finish his current feud with Bray Wyatt with a concluding match set for the TLC event. Finally which takes place on October 22nd. As for when Balor will challenge Lesnar, that's expected to take place at November Survivor Series. If Braun Strowman couldn't beat Brock Lesnar, what chance does Finn Balor have? I don't know. Uh, Not a big chance to go over on that big guy. Mm -hmm. In other news. According to TMZ Sports, while Ric Flair was taping his 30 for 30 ESPN special, he revealed he has slept with over 10,000 women. Me too. Okay. They all, their name were all Pamela's. How's, yeah, explain that. I don't understand that. <laughs> My hand, Pamela. That's disgusting. In an interview with, with people, Ric Flair said, and I quote, I wish I hadn't said that because of my grandkids. Uh, referring to his current fiance, 
I only love one now. Wink. The ESPN 30 for 30 documentary will premiere on November 7th at 10 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. And all the news. WWE has revealed that Asuka will make her debut at Tables, Ladders, and Chairs event, which will take place, as I mentioned earlier, on October 22nd. This will, event will take place at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. In other news. Follow to a story we've been reporting on for quite a while now. OVW has raised over $6,000 for top, former Tough Enough 3 winner, Matt Capitelli, who recently underwent surgery for his brain cancer. Um, so if you want to donate to this great cause, please visit GoFundMe.com backslash Matt's Biggest Battle. You know the news. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Enzo Amore is looking to start a rap career. Mm. How you doing? If he decides to do so, however, he will not be able to use the name outside his name outside the WWE. Mm-hmm. WWE music producer CFO have previously um, talked about working with Enzo with an album. You forgot about the dollar sign. Oh, CFO dollar sign. Yeah. You like the dollar sign. If he has a rap career, can he leave WWE? Um, not one that's going to be very successful yeah. in other news. Well, this week, 2K revealed all of its DLC for the upcoming WWE 2K18. It was also an announced, interesting side note here, that Shane McMahon did all his own motion capture for the work to ensure, to ensure his appearance in the game comes off as authentic. You know why? Why? Because his kids told him his moves look different in real life. <laughs> uh, 2K actually released, released a video of him doing this work, and it was actually kind of uh, interesting to watch. So go check it out. You know the news. Maria Canellis Bennett took to her official Instagram page to announce that she and her husband are expecting their first child. Yeah, her husband, right? In the post... She also confirmed that she is 13 weeks pregnant and that she will be coming back to the WWE after her child is born and gets plenty of mommy time, as well as once she gets approval from her doctor to return. On behalf of A Shot of Wrestling, we would like to offer our congratulations to Maria and Mike Bennett. Do you think this derails Mike? Bennett or Canellis? Mike Canellis. I think Canellis is done. Okay. I think for Canales, good? For good. I think, yeah, he's got to go. Mike Canales has to go. The Power of Love has to go. And he needs to he resurface. Song. I think he needs to resurface as Mike Bennett in NXT. Ooh, check you out. There you go. Book it, Dano. Good listening. And finally, in other news. Well, Michael J. Putty, like we mentioned earlier in the show, your boys at A Shot of Wrestling are sponsoring Capital Wrestling's Return of Hoboken's main event. Yeah, which is? It is Sunny Kiss, the Concrete Rose, going against Logan Easton LaRoe. And to tell you more about this event, we have Matthew Ryan Shapiro. For those who are culturally unaware, my name is Matthew Ryan Shapiro. And on October 14th, the days are turning into hours, minutes, Seconds and milliseconds if you can count that high, dummy, when Capital Wrestling returns to 301 Garden Street in the heart of Hoboken, New Jersey, 10 minutes away from New York City, and a night that you do not want to miss. Already signed for October 14th, we will be crowning the first ever Capital Wrestling Champion, and you're not going to want to miss what happens at the beginning of the show when we crown that champion. We're going to have a double main event. In the first main event, Sponsored by all these dummies, the Shot of Wrestling Podcast. It's the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss taking on the champion of the 1% of man from a gated community. Inside a gated community. Inside a gated community. Logan Easton LaRoe in the other match. Sponsored by my buddy Sean O'Brien's The Squared Circle Sound Off. It is one above all. Anthony Gangone taking on Matt McIntosh, the Bad Apple. Also signed, my New York Wrecking Crew will go in tag team action against the Perfect Strangers and my giant six foot eight, two hundred and ninety-seven and three quarter pounds of Endgame. Paul Jordan teams up with the bearded bastard of professional wrestling Ken Dixon against Matt Sells and Smiley, the team known as Sex Crazy. And also in a match sponsored by the Spotlight Series, 
it's the man known as Juba taking on the leader of the AOC, Logan Black. For the Capitol Wrestling Television title, it's Colossal Mike Law looking to be undeniable against the prodigal son of the National Wrestling Alliance, Bo Crockett. Also in six-man tag team action, it is one half of the Capitol Wrestling Tag Team Champion Sizzling Stan Styles with his manager, the feminist, Portia Vaughn, teaming up with the Danger Sanctuary of Timmy Danger and Ryan Zane, managed by the third eye of professional wrestling, Neil Sharkey, taking on the rock god, Ronnie Burton. Five-star stud Joey Ace in a mystery partner, and the only way you can find out who that partner is, by on watch going to CapitalWrestling.com, signing up for the mailing list, and on Monday night at 8.05, you will see who their partner is. All of this and so much more, Warriors Wrestling Champion Jason Karloff, the first ever match hero, and more pro wrestling than you can shake a baby at. Capital Wrestling, you can buy your tickets starting at only $20 at CapitalWrestling.com or tinyurl.com slash capital, that's with an O, stupids, IV. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. All right, Michael J. Putty, Monday Night Raw. That's my show, the A show. Yep, yep. We're ready to go. Yeah, and it happened. You done? Uh, SmackDown. All right, let's go, Michael. No. SmackDown. Nobody on Raw. <laughs> well, uh, Miz continues to knock it out of the park Always. with Miz TV. Mm-hmm. Great way to start off the show. Uh, Roman Reigns. It kind of reminds me like our show when it started off. You know, we would get like one or two interviews. Now we got like an interview every week. The Miz. It's got like an interview every week and he's got big stars. Roman freaking Reigns on the show. That's huge. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why The Miz should be feeling disrespected. He's got the guy on the show. Okay. Um, so I enjoyed that very well. And the way that they build up to their match, that was really good. John Cena mentioned that the torch isn't passed. It's taken. Mm-hmm. You think Roman Reigns took it? I don't think he took it. Okay. I think it was totally handed to him. Um, and Miz was completely correct by letting him know that he's the true champion on Monday Night Raw. He's oh, the absolutely. one that's there. He's so a while now. He's the one anyone that's there. that should be passing any torches, should be the Miz yeah, onto right. Roman Reigns. Um, Mickey James is fucking hot. Oh, Someone cheers the shit out of her over and over and over again. Twice okay. on Sundays. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to call the Eric Jaden hotline <laughs> and I'm going to find out how I could get with Mickey James and still have a wife and a kid at home. Feel free. Dial it up. 619-343-3005. We are still taking your calls. That's right. The uh, whole promo was great. It's like a bliss. <laughs> Mickey James' whole promo... Uh, both of them are smoking hot. That was a great promo. Yeah, they did very well together. Hopefully the, that chemistry translates into the ring um, for, for their match. Um, Goldust versus Finn Balor. I was really excited about that. Yeah? Uh, I can yeah. tell by the school in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like a little girl. Yeah. That was really great. No, I thought it was great. I mean, Goldust really hasn't done too much of anything, but the fact that they put him with Finn Balor absolutely got me excited. Um, they had a good match, and I think this is what... People need between storylines, you know, um, they need a mid Carter to put be put in in a logical way like Goldust was to make things a little bit more exciting just for fun. Who knows? Maybe put Finn Balor against uh, John Cena. OK, just because <laughs> okay. just because it just be a one off and make it exciting, make it a great main event. Um, but speaking about the main event, the Cruiserweights wrapped up the show, and that's my last cheer of the evening. Cheer? Yeah. I'm going to cheer that because a lot of people were hating it. They were healing the shit out of it. Um, but you know what? Cruiserweights needed a chance, and they were given this opportunity this past week on Monday Night Raw, um, and Enzo became so annoying. Became? <laughs> Like, to the umpteenth degree annoying that I was like, wow, I'm kind of starting to like how annoying you are. And then the double turn. So Enzo is now bad guy. And then um, the king, I suppose the king of the cruiserweights Neville is now the good guy. But the way that 
Neville came out as the good guy with a little bit of an edge. Like he didn't come all squeaky clean, throwing thumbs up and smacking hands and kissing babies. He came out with a little edge, with a little grit to him, you know. And he came in and he stood up for his division. And um, I think it's pretty good. Did you catch the like WWE.com exclusive after the match? No. Apparently, um, all the cruiserweights got in the ring. They killed Enzo after Braun Strowman comes in and completely decimates oh, nice. Enzo. And literally just says, hey, cruiserweights, pick up the pieces. Was this a great main event? I think it was a main event worthy if they were promoting it. At, like if they were promoting the Enzo celebration throughout the night, I think it would have it's gotten people hyped up. Did it make you tune in to 205 Live? It didn't. I, I don't tune in yeah, to exactly. begin but it that's, I think that's what I felt like. That's what they thought they wanted this to do is with that. your commercial for 205 Live. And tune in. No one tuned in. No one tuned in. But that was Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm a heel Matt Hardy and Justin Jordan teaming up. I'm a heel Kurt Hawkins versus Braun Strowman. And, um, yeah, I thought it was an okay show. You can't say that's Monday Night Raw and then continue talking about Monday Night Raw. And that's Monday Night Raw. Enzo, but wait, and then <laughs> Enzo Mori uh-huh. on Raw Talk was talking about how he's going to customize his belt. Okay. You didn't even notice Enzo's Mori side plates. King pointed out to him three times, and then he noticed it all of a sudden. It's like, what the hell is this guy's name on here? Get, the, get, get this hell. Who's a screwdriver? Get this name off of here. <laughs> Enzo Mori did not have any custom side plates. Really? It was the WWE logo. Uh, mm, that sucks. I don't think that they were expecting Enzo to be a cruiserweight and then be the champion. He's just put the fucking side plate. What a big G. <laughs> right, is that a thing or how you doing? Stupid yeah, lame but, shit. But, you know, he wasn't a cruiserweight. He probably wasn't yeah, part of the division. Yeah, two months. After a month now. Are you ready to talk about SmackDown? The B Show. Go ahead. I think we talked about the B Show more than enough. I'm going to SmackDown. We're going to cheers. Finally listening to me yet again. Cheesecake Nakamura. Finally taking my advice and standing up for himself. He wasn't a punk-ass bitch. Big-ass bitch. He, um... He came down and finally did something because this feud sucks. Go down, go down in history, one of the worst feuds of all time. Him and Jinder? Him T- and Jinder. They've done nothing. Tinder Mulhall? Yeah. I'm going to heal the champion. My man, Jinder Mulhall. Yet again, being delegated to a non-marquee portion of the show. He's like at 837. Right? The, he should be in the top of the hour, bottom of the hour, main event. Not, not in the 37s. It's great. I agree. No, I agree. He's a champion. And he if he's not worthy of that time slot, don't make him the champion. Right? Yeah, seriously. Don't give me fucking Kevin Owens and what's his name again? Well, I'm a big Kevin Owens, Mark. So Cheers, the Rusev celebration. He got a key to the city by the mayor of his hometown for defeating Randy Orton in nine seconds. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's great. And People hated eight, that. And props to Aiden English singing the Bulgarian National Anthem. Props. Right? Props. Perfectly. Yeah. Not that I know how perfect or not I mean, that's true. It, it could have made it up. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but I believed it. People were hating that on, on the forums, though, this they, past week. That's why I don't read forums. They don't get it. It's humorous. They don't he beat get it in nine seconds. Why would he get a key to the city? Why would he? Because it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be heelish. And ain't in English. I like how they interact. Yeah, finally, do something. It was really good. Really good. Got a chill. Oh, that's that's a cheer and a heel together. My man, D- Ziggler's Undertaker impression. Interesting. I'm going to cheers it because he did very well. He did better than the Undertaker did. Yeah, he had all the manners down pat, the whole shtick. He walked a lot faster. Could you imagine if we had Dolph Ziggler um, stunt double for the Undertaker at this past WrestleMania just to do the walkway? Oh, it's been an hour done. Hour, mm. uh, hour quicker. Yeah. Um, but he did, get the, he did get the job. I'm going to heal, though, the crowd's reaction. Like The did, crowd was weak on SmackDown. Did you really think Undertaker was coming out, like, unannounced in the middle of a show? No. Yeah, I, I should know better by now. Like, oh, my God. Is that Undertaker? Is he coming out? Is he coming out? Get cameras ready. Dicks. <laughs> Dumbasses. Marks. Didn't po- but they didn't pop for the fight. They popped for nobody. I didn't feel like they popped. Our, Debbie Woods announced he wants them in the hell in a cell. You hear crickets. Yeah. Crowd sucks. Crowd does Where suck. were they from? I'm going to heal the crowd. Should. I agree with you. I'll suck in that. My final cheer is for Sami Zayn. <clears throat> oh, my nemesis. Getting viciously attacked and beat down by the end of the show. 
It was a total beatdown, a complete annihilation. He even had his head stuck in between a steel chair and launched at Shane McMahon as he ran down. That's awesome. Yet, nobody cared about Sami Zayn. No. <laughs> he, was on the, he was on the ground, probably crying like a little bitch. Yet, no one cared. Everyone was concerned about Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. Like they so much to check on this guy. <laughs> I'm sure there was a referee. No, JoJo, no, there wasn't. JoJo may walk She's by. on Raw. She's on Raw. Oh. Man, I don't the, know. The next superstar shakeup, give us JoJo. <laughs> give that guy Mike. That, I don't know his name. And, and that Ash. Yeah. Oh. That's all we got for SmackDown. You got anything for SmackDown? Uh, did you watch SmackDown? I watched. I actually did watch SmackDown, mm-hmm. I have to say. I did. And I enjoyed it more than Raw. I'll admit, I'll admit. A lot of people are are getting getting on my case because I'm a big raw fan, and and I, I'm always raw is better, mm-hmm. and and they can't wrap around their, their puny little heads. Who, who are you talking about? That that talking about someone specific. That the right? Green Man can, you, could like SmackDown, maybe. You know, I don't need to name names. They do. I don't need to embarrass people for that's what the show's about. For allowing for allowing other people to have opinions. I have opinions, and that's why I have a podcast, so I could express my opinions, and I could tell you, hey, sometimes I like Raw, and sometimes I like SmackDown. Raw is better, but sometimes SmackDown is better. Right now, to be honest with you, WWE sucks, and that's complete honesty. That's a shoot, because that's the reason that I'm going out to indie shows, and I'm trying to find out better wrestling out there, and I'm trying to bring you the interviews that... People who like wrestling deserve not the bullshit you're being fed by the WWE. So fuck that. And that is the truth feelings of the Green Man. So Raw, SmackDown could go kiss my ass. Watch NXT. You did that last two weeks ago. You did not go over. I hear it's getting better. So why don't you do your fucking indies, cheers and heels? That's a great idea. You know what? If there is a promotion out there that wants to make a shot of wrestling their official exclusive podcast, don't, I will cheers and heal the shit out of your show. Don't let me Don't be that. offended. If you want Green Man, <laughs> we know why you like in these. Don't, don't front. Let's get some ratings. This week, Raw drew a 2.923 million, which is up slightly from last week's 2.833. No. Raw was Go number Raw. Four in viewership for the cable on cable for the night. Falling behind. Love and hip hop. The NFL on ESPN. Oh. Sports Center. Fucking Hannity getting in there. Fucking fucking uh sort of rednecks. Love their fucking Hannity's. <laughs> Raw was number four in eighteen to forty nine demographic as well. Falling behind e- uh, NFL Sports Center and And uh pointing to you. Uh, that's your cue. That's your line. That's me. Yeah. Rachel Maddow show. Love and hip hop. <laughs> SmackDown drew a 2.54, which is up also from 2.510. SmackDown was number four also in viewership for the night. Fall behind, Kennedy, Rachel Maddow, and Tucker Carlson. SmackDown was number two, however, on the 1849. Fall behind, American Horror Story Cult. If you would have pointed at me, I was going to say that. No, you wouldn't. American Horror Story. That's a great show. Okay. You watch that? I watched it sometimes. No, you don't. No, you I don't. do. I watched it when Lady Gaga was in it. Oh yeah, what was that about? I, I love the Gaga. Of course, you, of course you do. <laughs> well, there it is again. I, I love the. Gaga. There it is again. Anyway, you ready for some uh, go home thoughts? What do you got? Well, how about if we take some shots instead? We take a break. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. This is Patty Gas. While MJP and Green Man refill their drinks, listen to my new single exclusively on a shot of wrestling. Woo! Like quick, MCs come and take notes. What a rap 
moves that you can do are too quick with my patterns. Better bring it up back around circles around you like this around Saturn. Who get rid of all step up and get a chin check? Patty, yeah, best in the Southwest. For the blind who cannot see, come and take my hands, I'll set you free. This episode, gotta thank Pediac. <laughs> yeah, baby. That was a uh, hot track. That track was nice. So make you check out Pediac on Facebook, YouTube. Fast rapper, this guy. Fastest Fast. rapper in the Southwest. That's right. Oh yeah. So let me ask you again: you have any go home thoughts? Uh, Michael J. Putty. Now that I've gotten my liquor up and ready, I want to talk about some total bellas, if you don't mind. Never a problem. <laughs> I've been catching You're up. You're still into Brie over Bella on Nikki? Absolutely. Okay. It's just my type. I'm sorry. No problem. Don't be sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's really cool. Uh, but Total Bellas, I feel like... No spoilers. I didn't watch last week's episode. Okay. Then let me just say, uh, what I've noticed in okay. the first three episodes of, of Total Bellas okay. is that there's always either a question, a dilemma, an issue that they all have to encounter and, you know, overcome, more or less, you mm-hmm. know, or something's going on. So this week, there was a question that was raised that was very interesting that I decided, you know what? That's a very interesting question. Let me ask my boy, Michael J. Putty. Michael J. Putty. Do you have a power of attorney? And if you don't, who would you choose your power of attorney to be? I don't. I've recently been appointed my parents' power of attorney. Interesting. But I myself do not have one. Interesting. Because that was what the episode was about this past week. Okay. About the fact that John has a power of attorney, which he set up when he was 24, apparently. So crazy. Crazy, yeah. but uh, understandable. I mean, like you're making it big in the business. Mm-hmm. What if something does happen? Owen Hart styles, and yep. what happens? You know, mm-hmm. who's going to be the one that's going to say, like, all right, you know, we got to pull the cord. Okay. Um, Brie Bella, uh, Nikki Bella immediately said, "John, I'm going to put you as my power of attorney." That's not bad. That's a pretty good impersonation. Pretty good. You like that, John? And and he Man, was like, "Is a boner like, bon- the throner?" <laughs> <laughs> I can still see where you're going with it. John, though, very interestingly declined that from Nikki. And, and the reason was, which I enjoyed, I, not enjoyed, but I completely understood it. I, the fact that that he said, I don't want to burden you Good point. with that responsibility to make you my power of attorney. And mm-hmm. I would not be comfortable being your power of attorney because, yeah, you know, we're in a relationship. I love you. I don't know if I could make that unselfish choice to be like you know this is what's best for her this is what she wanted because it's not necessarily what i may want 
So I'm assuming your wife would be your power of attorney? My wife would be my power of attorney. You would burden her and with she, um, No, because she's one cutthroat bitch. Yeah, no. And, and she will not have a problem just putting me down. That's true. Because she wears the <laughs> pants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about this. My power of attorney would be if I'm on, like, in a comatose state, mm-hmm. the person who I want my life in their hands? Yeah. Pope Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Francis, my power of attorney. I think you're going to have to ask him. Do you, do you have to like send a letter to the Vatican? I'll tweet him. Very interesting. Yeah. Tune in next week for next week's questions from Toto Bellas because I, I think there's going to be a question every week. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I got to work on that. Yeah, that's actually not bad. Do, marry, kill. Okay. Nikki, Bree, JJ's hot wife. JJ, I don't think, has a hot wife. No? No, I'm sorry to say. What? JJ, my bad. She's okay at best. All right, I'm going <laughs> to quarantine this clip and send it to him. Okay. If you tagged. Let, let's not have him on our show because that will be really I was really about him having him on the show. I know that guy. <laughs> that would be really uncomfortable. I know. That's why I'm letting you know. Do not oh, have him on the show. Try to get JJ show. in the show. Yes. <laughs> November. JJ on the show. Michael J. Putty. Yes. Any go home thoughts for you. Oh, man, I had a couple, but I don't, don't remember any of them offhand. <laughs> it happens to you every freaking time. Yeah, you I'm take a many break. It probably break. You take a, do two shots. That was Mike, the bartender. I'm like, okay. Um, no, I don't have any go-home thoughts. I'm not going to regret this tomorrow morning. Fuck, I should have said that. But do you have any go-home thoughts? I just, your, saw, uh, I just told you my go-home thoughts. Uh, your question was your go-home thought. That, 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 yeah, that was my go-home right, thought. If you want to be entertained... If you want to hear all about wrestling news, uh, make sure you check out episode 83 with your boy Michael J. Putty. Uh, very entertaining show. Agreed it man? was. Yeah, it, thank w- you. It, it was really good. The uh, show is the, from the fans. The hotline is still open, by the way. That's right. You still have a question. <laughs> you have to get your questions in. Dial it up. 619-343-3005. There are many a calls coming in, so keep them coming. Yes, please. No uh, question too small. No question too stupid. So keep them coming. Yeah, and please uh, keep your thoughts and prayers for all those affected um, by the harsh weather in... Harsh? Harsh. Weather? Harsh weather. Yeah, wow. it was harsh. That's it was a very mild way. There it is. There it is. There we go. There we go. I mean, it's it's no joking around. Um, my, my wife's family... Part of it is in Puerto Rico, and our dear friend to the show, Eric Jaden, has a lot of family in Puerto Rico, too, which is one of the reasons that he has not been able to participate in these calls as of late. But uh, he did want to make sure that let you know that he is still committed to the show. He is still um, going to be listening on these phone calls and will give you the best advice to get you what you need from a shot of wrestling. Well said. This show is from the fans. And it's to the fans, Michael J. Putty. Thank you. (laughs) And it is your forum to discuss your thoughts. And who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. Have fun with it. All right? So if you want to... This is what I need you guys to do, actually. I'm going to plead. I'm going to pull our case out there. You want our show to keep growing. We want to keep delivering you great news, great interviews, great segments of A Shot of Wrestling Great new exclusive. What we need you to do is go on Instagram, go on Facebook, like us on Facebook at A Shot of Wrestling. Like us, follow us on Instagram at A Shot of Wrestling. Go to Twitter. Michael J. Putty completely goes crazy on this Twitter account. He says some crazy fun shit sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, Twitter's and- my playground. <laughs> Instagram's yours. And that's Shot of Wrestling, no A on Twitter. Go ahead and follow us. We need the following. We need a larger group. We need a larger audience to continue this show because, it, like we said it before, the show is from the fans and it's to the fans. And if there's no fans, there's just no show. If you don't have any questions for Eric Jaden, if you're happily in a relationship, make sure you dial up 619-343-3005 and compete with Greenman's epic rant that he just did. He's just doing a rant about. Apparently, we're doing that now on the show. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, so thanks. You're welcome. That, that's it. That's it. Oh yeah. Uh, inbox has at a shot of wrestling. Oh yeah. So got that. Yeah. We got an email inbox at a shot of wrestling.com for the rest of your questions. Comments and, uh, or concerns. Or concerns. Thank you. Very you, like much. Ha- you like having green man here? Do you prefer when he's not here? <coughs> Let us know. Yeah. Green man. Welcome back, buddy. It's always a pleasure. Always. Great welcome. show. Oh, not, not as good as last week's, but it's a good show.
So for Green Man, for Sunny Kiss, for Matthew Ryan Shapiro, for Pattyak, for Michael J. Putty. Wrong at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, Putty. Yep. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and this is last call. We still have Sunny Kiss here. So, Sunny Kiss, this is all you have to do. The first thing that comes to your mind, just answer it. Be honest and be ready to go. Are you ready? Got it. Yes. Ready. And away we go. What is your favorite adult beverage? <laughs> I don't drink. Nothing. All right. What's your favorite TV show? Uh, uh Divas. Name one thing on your bucket list. Uh, to be paid. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you tip a stripper? None. <laughs> what do you eat on your cheat day? Everything. <laughs> What's your favorite song? Oh, so many. Uh, yeah, so many. I can't name it. All right. Yeah. Who, who is your celebrity crush? Oh, uh, oof. Oof. <laughs> So many. Um, Dave, don't hate me. Um, um, I don't know. I, I like a lot of different guys. Uh, Vin Diesel. All right. Yeah. Vin, giving you a shout out here. A shout out wrestling. Finally, what's the first thing you're going to buy with that WWE paycheck? Uh, probably like something for my mom. Maybe like a house or something. I don't oh, know. That's sweet. Like, or down payment. I don't think it's going to be that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, down payment or something like that. I don't know. All right. Thank you so much for a great time. Uh, it, it was my pleasure to have you on A Shot of Wrestling, Sunny. Thank you again. Thank you, guys. Hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>